Hey guys, this is John coming from Post. Um, there's going to be two parts to this episode because it's extremely long and talk show is a pain when it comes to long podcasts. So enjoy the two episode episode, I guess, if you want to call it. Hello, public, people, possibly places and things. Welcome to the Gigashitoku <laughs> Podcast. I hope you're strapped in. I hope you got your popcorn and your drinks. Possibly alcohol, because you might need it by the end. You're in for a long one. A lot of things oh, have boy. happened since the last episode, and we've got more shows to talk about. Because... CW shows are back, bitches, and it's amazing. <sighs> so high also, New York Comic Con happened. Oh yeah, so yeah, a lot of things came out of there. Yep, I had a pretty busy weekend last weekend because I was literally writing like four or five articles, just blowing my brains out because no one else was available. So that was fun. Go to the Marvel Report to see those. Winky face. Yeah. Also, iZombie Radio with the correct we released episode. two episodes this week <laughs> because I was an idiot and forgot to release last week's episode last week, so it got released on Monday. And then we had one release on Friday and then re-release on Saturday because I goofed. I goofed. And I didn't goof, technically. <laughs> My editor goofed. Not me. I don't know. But I should have caught the... Go- not, not you. No. The other guy. Um... And I should have caught that, but I didn't, so yeah. Things happen. We've released episode... I was in the middle of class. We've released episode for the the one about Critical Role, and then they're like, can you change these three or four things? And they're like, okay, so then they have to take it down, I edit, and then they make sure it's okay, and then they put it back up again. It happens. As they say, shit happens. Yep. Which is fun, because I get to say that here. I just can't say that on my zombie radio. Is yet. it really like a PG podcast? About yeah, a zombie that eats brains for powers? We're a little more crude because we can get away with it because it's a Vertigo show. But swearing is sort of off limits. That is weird. That is until we decide to go through with the DCTV podcast After Dark. If that actually becomes a thing. Uh, because we're still figuring out possible Patreon rewards for that. Oh, cool. See, why are you guys all Shouldn't so professional have... over there? And then you come over here and then do this stupid shit with me. Because this is fun. <laughs> because I have to remember where I started. We don't have a Patreon. We don't have enough viewers to have a Patreon. You mean listeners? Listeners, viewers... You're viewing I mean, it with your view ears. the website. <laughs> oh, I checked the website. Like, I I look to see how many views each post gets on the on the blog. The one that had Chris in it, Toku Chris, had like thirty. Since then, it's been like single digit view or like views on the page. So it's like 
for a while, our most viewed episode was last year's E3 episode. You mean that really long episode? Yes. Hmm. That was literally the highest viewed one we had. After that, it was like maybe gets in the 20s. And then I look over at iZombie Radio and we're, you know, in the couple hundreds. Exactly. That's what I'm talking Some about. Some are even in the thousands. Is there any way, like, you can, like, pull strings and we can become part of that? Become part of no. the official connections? <laughs> no, but I do promote it all the time on iZombie Radio. When we're doing our plugs, and because I got to lead the last episode, I l- sped through every single plug I had, and then the podcast plugs, and then the network plugs, and it was a lot of plugs. <laughs> I was literally like, strap in, because there's a lot of plugs coming your way. Sort of like, we've got a lot of news. Yeah, let's let's uh, tackle this bad boy head on. I feel some of it will get through pretty quick, like this first piece. Uh, Microsoft Gears of War game series to be adapted for a film. I personally have never played a Gears, a Gears of War game. Um, I only know... It's a- gonna be really gory. Yeah, the only thing I know about <laughs> Gears of War is essentially one of the things mentioned in the first line of the article. The chainsaw, chainsaw shotgun. That's it. That's all I know about Gears of War. That actually might be a new addition, because you're thinking of the chainsaw assault rifle. Because that was the Lancer in the first game. I don't know, I've only played up to the second game. I just know it is gory as all hell. Eh. Like, um, And I love every second of I it. I know voice actors from it. Like, I know uh, Laura Bailey's in it, Travis Willingham's in it, um, Tadashaw's in it, uh, John DiMaggio is in it. So I know voice actors who are in it, but I've never actually played the game nor watched someone play the game, so... Well, it is a little too gory, I can, too gratuitously gory. Believe it or not, I can take, like, quote-unquote CG gore... But if it happened in real life, I would probably puke. So this movie would not be for you? No. I just put it on there because I wanted to talk about chainsaws. (laughs) Really, that's all I wanted to say about that. And like with the next piece, I'm just going to say I saw this coming from a mile away. Because, let's see, today's the 15th. Uh, In less than a month... Sherlock is going to become a wizard. Yeah. In the Marvel Universe. So. The second Sherlock to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And, I mean, Watson slash Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Has already been. It, he's already in the Marvel Universe courtesy of uh, Civil War. Mm hmm. <clears throat> so. And it was a complete throwaway character. <laughs> so that was fun. Tease that for months that's just for him to show up for five minutes and then disappear. And that's okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, mean the the show is on its way out because I'm, I'm not surprised because Moffat's walking away from Doctor Who 
So it's really yeah. not surprising that he would just end Sherlock and then just be like, okay, I'm done. He may take some time off and then start doing something else, or he just might stop completely doing shows. Well, also, Benedict Cumberbatch has gone on record and said that he was only doing this show until he, like, unless he became super popular and no longer had the time to do the show. So he's kind of blown up in popularity oh, because yeah. of Sherlock. And then especially with and him is being... Now like being, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, with him being Doctor Strange, that means especially with the way they're trying to pull all of the movies together, he's definitely going to be a lot busier. Mm-hmm. And they're not gonna be able to like, hey, we're in the middle of shooting Sherlock. I gotta go be Doctor Strange for like three months, so yeah, can you postpone everything? Because that's kind of bigger than this. <laughs> so they he just said, you know. It's over. I'll be back. I gotta go dye the sides of my hair gray yeah. for like a bit and grow a goatee. I'll see you in six months. Through to season five. Alright. So, so yeah. So they're gonna get season four, probably season five will be the last. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because, you know, it's a lot of content and... It's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And, yeah. On to the next one. I mean, you, the only people who are really going to be pissed off about this is the uh, the Super Who Lock Tumblr, Tumblr fandom. And who gives a shit about them? Uh, <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't either. I'm just saying. For those that don't know, Super Who Lock is a mashup between Supernatural, Doctor Who, and Sherlock. Because three completely you know. unrelated shows. Yeah. The only two I could see maybe crossing over is Doctor Who and Sherlock, and that's because BBC and Moffat. And then it's just like supernatural. It's like, why? That makes absolutely no sense. Uh because it makes sense. No. No, it doesn't. Although Go to, away. to be fair, um I wanna see, did you write it down? Uh, I'm looking for it. What did I write down? Uh, yes, you did. Something we will get to later in the Toku section kind of makes me think not all crossovers are impossible. So, stay tuned <laughs> oh, for that Jesus. one. Yeah, stay tuned for that one. Don't remind me. Anyway. Uh, well, I mean, there's two crossovers in the Toku section that really? seem a little... Uh, a certain comic book. <clears throat> that one I know. Oh, and, and then that there's one. the right. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. What the fuck? Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Stay yeah. tuned for that part, because holy shit. Um, speaking. <laughs> I of, just feel like that one's gonna go off the rails. Speaking but... of kind of holy shit moments we didn't see coming, New Legend of Korra gets some like original graphic novel. Yeah, I was wondering what the That's... OG N stood for. Original graphic novel. Um, I'm kind of like I'm kind of excited about this, but not excited because of the same reason I get excited about certain movies, but then I don't get excited for certain movies, and that that I won't be able to spend money on them. That's pretty much well. It. <laughs> it's not going to come out until June of 2017. So yeah, I've been saying that for like the past six years, and nothing's happened. So could it get better? It could get better. I don't know. You won't know unless you try. Yeah. 
And this series will, let's see, let me see. Trio of graphic novels slated for release starting in 20, summer 2017. And it will be immediately after the end of the Legend of Korra series. So it's going to focus on, well, at least the first book will focus on Korra and Asami's relationship revealed in the finale. As a new thread emerges, it's kind of like an aftermath, dealing with the new portal in the city, blah, 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 you know... I feel like shit hitting the fan. I feel like it's just the kind of stuff they had to go through when the portals were first open, and like all the spirits started to come out and live with people, and then people were scared. But then other people were like, "Don't be scared because this reason," and essentially we're we're going through that again. Yeah, and then we've got some art. Scrolling further down, it's a cover art. And, um, Mako, I actually haven't seen book four, so I don't know why Mako's missing a hand, but... It might just be in a sling, because it's like... I honestly don't know either, because he ended the series perfectly fine, as far as I remember. It probably just has to do with the show, where, like, he hurt his arm somehow. Or he got his hand chopped off, a la Coulson style. It couldn't happen, and and like it might happen in the book series. I don't know because, like I said, that didn't happen in the move in the in the show. So yeah, yeah. Um, not much else to say about that other than yay more Korra stuff because Korra was probably one of the better things that came out of Nickelodeon within the last decade. Oh yeah, like that an Avatar, hands down. Like you say, it's like. What is the best show that's come out of Nickelodeon in the past ten years? Oh, hands down, Avatar. Probably second is Korra. like the Avatars, like the Avatar series, which includes Korra. Well, yeah, like those two shows are some of the highlights. Like, I mean, the Marvel animated shows that they had on there, Iron Man, Armored Adventures, and Wolverine and the X Men. Those were some pretty decent shows, but they never got to finish. They sort of were axed right then and there when Disney bought out Marvel. Yeah. Like, they were allowed to finish up their seasons, but then got axed. Yeah. Uh, Voltron Voltron Force was another one. It got canceled. Hmm. Uh, you know. I think we're okay there, though. is... Well, yeah, we're fine there. <laughs> I was just bummed about it for a while because... Well, see, Voltron Force extended from the original show so it was like a a sequel series yeah. so to speak what we have now is superior but it's a reboot so but um, I should have related the BBC stuff together but we had Korra in between so <laughs> we're going I I, I did this last night at, like, roughly 11 o'clock at night, so it's my organization's kind of off. <laughs> yeah. But BBC reveals Doctor Who Christmas special, uh, the first look, and the title, which for some reason has a man in a mask. Yeah, we're, we're essentially getting a superhero inside of Doctor Who. It's the DC crossover we always wanted. The return of Doctor Mysterio. Wait, when did we get a Spider-Man villain in Doctor Who? Is that an actual name of a 
uh, Mysterio is a Spider-Man villain, not Doctor Mysterio. Oh. But I don't remember who Doctor Mysterio was, and he's going to be played by Justin Chatwin. It's a superhero. Well, let's see. Peter Capaldi's Doctor will be facing a superhero played by American Gothic star Justin Chatwin. You look it up to see who it is. Well, I just want to see what his face looks like. He's a Canadian. At oh my god. Ah, uh, Pokemon Go. Yep. I did not realize my sound was on. Apologies. It's it's Goku from Dragon Ball Evolution. That is hilarious. <laughs> He's also he was also on Shameless. He's also on Shameless. Uh, War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise movie. Uh, Etc. 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 Oh, he was in Super Gen. Oh, baby. No, Super Babies. Baby Geniuses too. If anyone actually saw that movie. Um. And yeah. I still have so, Pokeballs, right? Sorry. That's a thing. Um. <gasps> so I guess Goku's becoming a superhero again. Uh, episode title is The Return of Dr. Mysterio. Okay. Uh, judging by the letter G on Chatwin's super suit, he's not going to be Dr. Mysterio. Um, and then there's the first look trailer. And um, comedian Matt Lucas is returning as the character Nardol for both the second Christmas episode in a row. And let me do the first look. It's about a minute long. I've already seen it. It's uh, rather interesting. It's a making of. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Dun 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 dun. Happy holidays. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. But yeah. So this is expected to air on, well, just take a wild guess. <laughs> just just, just take a wild guess. Same day it always does, Pinky. Christmas. And then uh, Series 10 will begin airing in spring 2017. Yep. The last one with... Uh, uh, yep, yep. And then continuing on with Doctor Who, we now have a new spin-off uh, titled Class. And uh, it is nothing like the show. If you thought the new series would be all about peer pressure dating and teen angst, think again. No, uh, no, it's still about that. It's just now probably. they have to deal with random time portals and monsters and stupid shit. I also, watched, I, I watched whoever, the trailer. It's not interesting. Whoever wrote this article, there's the word you, but the O was replaced with a zero. Wow. Good job, Kevin Melrose, from TV News on comicbookresources.com. <sighs> TV News, I think, is the category, by the way. I, I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> Centers on four students who have to grapple with usual teen issues, you know, teen angst and stuff, while, you know, dealing with possibly the end of existence as we know it. It's, I feel like, 
I, I don't like it because in the trailer, it you can tell it's its own show, but they're trying to make it a spinoff. Like, I feel like they had the idea for the show. And they're like, sounds great. How are we going to make it famous? Make it a spinoff of Doctor Who somehow. Well, how are we going to do that? I don't know. Just throw him in there for like one episode. Okay. Because literally in the whole trailer, it's like two and a half. How long is it? Like two and a half freaking minutes long? Something like I don't that? Know. I want to see how long this trailer is. 43 seconds. Oh, it's 43 seconds. All right. I think I watched a different one then. But anyway. Oh, sweet. He I just won the bronze shield of blocked ads. Okay. Thank you, ad blocker ultimate. <laughs> um, he literally. I got an achievement. He literally okay. shows up at the end of the trailer, and he's like, I used to be a curator here. I know what I'm doing. And then just... he. You see him, like, take the sonic screwdriver and point it towards the camera, and then that's it. Like, they took a show that was kind of about aliens, and they said, well, it's just related to Doctor Who somehow. And then they said, okay, we'll have him show up for the first episode, and then he's out. Sort of like they did with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., how Nick Fury showed up for the first episode and then was out. Same thing with Maria. (laughs) Nick Fury did show up for another episode later on. Oh, well, yeah. To save Fitz and Simmons. After Ward sort of kicked them out of, uh, you know, sort of shot them into the ocean. Yep. But with S.H.I.E.L.D. back in the public eye, we're probably not going to see Colby's, uh, see Maria Hill anytime soon. But it's a possibility she can come back. She's too busy saving the world with Tom Cruise. Ugh. Fuck. Anyways, uh, I'm probably going to watch an episode of it, see what, if it is at all good, and then report back, because it doesn't air until the 22nd on BBC3 and BBC America. So stay tuned for that whenever we get there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, I'm not going to do math. Um... Next little piece of news is a Netflix series that I did not expect to actually be a thing, but I guess is a thing. Motorcycles. Are they playing card games on motorcycles? It'll make things more interesting. That's a really... uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Are you proud of me that I actually understood that reference? Yes, I am. (laughs) (sighs) They didn't even duel on motorcycles that often. And now they have, like, adventure duels or whatever in Arc 5, where, like, you as the duelist can move around in the duel world or whatever. It's weird. Yu-Gi-Oh! is... We don't... Yu-Gi-Oh! is weird, period. Like, we don't talk about the fact that there's duel spirits and people's souls are being sent to hell. Or being fed to an ancient leviathan. Or, you know, having consciousness transferences between an AI and a robot monkey. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to know. I That's a, that was a weird season. They all, they all got trapped in virtual reality and Tristan lost, so his consciousness no longer was allowed in his body. So they transferred his consciousness to a robot monkey. Sounds like a Japanese show. 
Sounds like Yu-Gi-Oh, basically. <laughs> Making shit up as they go along. But, anyways, moving back to the news piece at hand. A series of unfortunate events. The series. I'm happy. I had Because I knew the last thing we... S- I did not see this coming either. Well, no, no. The last like, I, I heard of... I know nothing. Like, the movie... When the movie came out with Jim Carrey, I was like, that looks some serious messed up shit. And I have Don't no watch interest. the movie. <laughs> um, because this Netflix series is going to have Neil Patrick Harris as Count Olaf. Patrick Warburton playing Lemony Snicket. And... A bunch of other people. I don't know who they are. I know who Joan Cusack is. But the other two, I don't know who they are. But, yeah. The books have already been adapted into an awful movie starring Jim Carrey, Jude Law, and Emily Browning that we don't talk about. Somehow won an Uh, Academy Award. Oh, just for makeup? Alright. For makeup. And art direction, costume design, and score. You know, the actual decent parts of the movie. Those Those were just nominations, though. Uh, still, that means that they did something right with those, but... Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Netflix released their first teaser for the series, and it has Patrick Warburton as Lemony Snicket, listing the all the reasons that you should not watch the series. Because he did that in the books. Um, yeah. Please don't make the same mistake that Netflix has and look away before this dire tale is even filmed and avoid the cruel, whimsy, and whimsical cruelty of what's to come. And then the teaser, yeah. I'm gonna watch this. Because reasons. Also, it premieres on Friday the 13th. That is genius. That's all I gotta say on that. Do you want to do the next piece last, or do you want to do it now? That's up to you. Because it's probably one of, if not the most exciting piece on this entire thing. Yeah, we can do it last then. Before okay, the I'm comic it. stuff. Yeah, that's... I mean, the, as the miscellaneous stuff goes. Um, so, as it turns out... Dacre Montgomery is actually going to be on your screen twice next year. Not just in the Power Rangers movie, but in season two of Stranger Things. So that's going to be fun. Uh, He's going to be playing the character of... Hold on. Scroll down a little further. Uh, Billy something. It just says Billy. Max yeah. is hyper-confident, edgy older stepbrother who drives a right. Camaro, steals girlfriends away from the other boys, and is great at drinking games. So he's going to be a dude, bro. He's going to be a douche, bro. That's what he's going to be. Uh-huh. Sheen Charisma is a violent and unpredictable nature. Yep. So you're... you're he's going to play a douchebag. <laughs> yep. A psychotic, murderous douche, bro. Yep. 
Yeah, I'm just excited because I just Stranger Things season one was pretty fun. So and I want to see where they, I want to see where they go with season two because something happens at the end of season one that sort of sets the universe. Also, Barb isn't going to be coming back because she's now on Riverdale. And they're not even going to talk about the fact that Barb is gone in season two, because what the fuck. But that's another story for another day. And we got the Rogue One, second Rogue One trailer. Um, apparently Mads Michelson's also in this movie, too. Because he's, I think he's in... Uh, He's in Doctor Strange as well. Dang, Disney. You snatched him up right after Hannibal got the axe. <laughs> God, I freaking love that music. The doo, 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 doo. It's pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. I've, I've oh. already seen it, but, like, I love the music. God, fucking John Williams. It's great. It it really is. And that's probably, like, one of the best parts of the Star Wars franchise is just the music. Is the music. Um, and, uh, basically... Go watch the trailer if you haven't, because yeah. you need to, because it's going to be good. Oh, that's right. Forrest Whitaker is also in this movie. Yeah. He's also in Black Panther. Does he play I guess... What's-His-Face from Asgard? No. Oh, wait, who plays the... Who plays the, the, the... That's Idris Elba. Elba, okay. He also was in... Him. He was in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, but we don't talk about that movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I'm so happy we have a good portrayal of Ghost Rider in TV slash film right now. Because, oh, so good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the trailer's out, and you need to go see it if you haven't seen it. That's all I want to say about that. Because I don't want to go into the breakdown, because that just ruins the fun of watching it. Um, and then the last piece of miscellaneous news of, uh, Jesus, why are you scrolling down so quickly? Gee, computer's being weird. So, the last little bit is the actual Season 2 trailer that we talked about after San Diego Comic-Con that has actually now been released to the public. I actually I actually managed to watch it. You didn't get to see it, did you, until they just officially released it, right? No, no, I saw it. Oh, you did? Oh. I, I was on Twitter when it got posted. Okay, yeah, I saw it too. I thought... And... I didn't think, maybe it was somebody else. Oh, it teases so much from the earth that, like, 
Ugh. We already talked about this. So if you want us, you want to hear our thoughts on this, go back to roughly around the end of July uh, when we talked about all of this. Because. Yeah. I wish we could tell you what episode it was. <laughs> um. Well, it was the Sean Discusses Comic Con episode, aka SDCC, because I am a sucker for acronyms. I clicked the wrong folder, and of course it's gotta load. I wanted to see what episode it was. Um, twenty-seven part one and twenty-seven part two. Was it? Yep. Okay. So it was in twenty-seven part one, because um. That was just yeah. extra long, yeah. Well, well that was <laughs> almost four hours long. Yeah, I could tell you made these. Voltron in all <laughs> caps with like six freaking exclamation marks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Leaked footage. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's so, right. I remember the image they used now, which is what <laughs> I forgot his name. Shit, what the hell's his name? Uh, Blue Pilot. Uh, Lance. Lance. Yeah, he's piloting the blue, the 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 blue tiger, and everybody's like freaking out and grabbing him and blue lion grabbing yeah. his hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, it was fun. So, if you haven't seen it by now, go see it. Because... Of course, they said that Season 2 was going to be releasing sometime at the end of 2016. It's actually going to be in 2017 now. Yeah. Uh, wait, no. Actually, it says premieres late 2016. It says premiere late 2016, but... I don't know. I thought I remember seeing somewhere that it was going to be next year as well. I thought... I thought I saw something that said 2017 as well. Huh. Weird. Are there any um, comments on this? No. I was trying to see if there was any comments to see if anybody was like, no, it's actually Nightmare's Zero, but I don't know. Well, I also just went to comicbook.com uh, that has the footage. Uh, let's see. Oh, that opening line. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Just chills down, right down my spine. <laughs> Release present episode. Uh, season one. Yeah, comicbook.com doesn't say anything either. It just said releasing soon on Netflix. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I saw somewhere that it said 2017. This is saying t late 2016. I don't know, but we're getting Voltron soon, and it makes me happy because I need more Voltron <coughs> in my life. Um, uh, see what IMDb says. I really want to know when this comes out. IMDb is typically not the most accurate thing either. Because it is uh, user-supported. Uh, they've only got season one. I checked Wikipedia. Wikipedia only had season one. 
Oh, here we go. It was announced at San Diego Comic-Con that Season 2 will premiere in late 2016. A few months later, New York Comic-Con... At New York Comic-Con, was announced that the season would premiere January 2017. The second saw a special premiere at the New York Comic-Con on October 7, 2016, when the episode was shown at the Voltron panel. So, we don't get it until next year. But they've shown okay. season one of the new season. Or episode one of the new season? I'm guessing. Yeah. It just says an episode, but you got to guess it was episode one. They just wouldn't be like, hey, here's like episode ten of a 12-episode se- you know, season. Here's uh, episode seven. Yeah. I mean, the filler uh, episode we decided to use. Yeah, it's like, unless they're like, you know, Nickelodeon, where they're going to air, you know, the third episode before you even see the first episode of a show. So, you know. Yeah. But it's going to be the first, it's probably the first episode because uh, that's kind of typically what you do. As we'll see later uh, with uh, the New York Comic Con Marvel Animation nonsense, which. I wrote about because reasons. Uh, so that's it for the miscellaneous news. No. Right? <laughs> I like I said that the miscellaneous news. I mean, there was a poster release and it had like everything on it. But moving on over to the Marvel side of the geekdom land. Just as a heads up for Marvel stuff, I won't be watching Agents of Shield. So, take that for I, what you will. I didn't put Agents of Shield down in here. Well, I know. I'm. It's more of like, hey, fans, guess what? I'm not watching Agents of Shield. But if you're still watching it, uh, thank you. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I've also it's heard, fun. I've, I've also heard that Gotham is even more of a shit show. I. I I have no idea. Because, uh... I haven't even watched second season yet. Uh, SourceFed Nerd is back doing their whole, uh... Roundup <laughs> thing. Superhero Roundup. The superhero Roundup. And, yeah. uh... They did a special thing where it was just mostly talking about the DC TV shows. And they said, well, we're not gonna do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then, some, like, during, like, halfway through, they're like, if you still watch Gotham, have fun because it's it's so great it's stupid type thing. Or it's so stupid, it's great type situation, so. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with the show. Um, you'll hear my thoughts whenever I decide to get around to watching it. Um, because I just don't have the time. I have, what, the four DC TV shows, iZombie Rewatch, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Marvel Netflix stuff, the Marvel Animation stuff. Toko. And Toko. <laughs> He's got a so, lot on his plate, people. Yeah, with the Marvel Animation stuff not having a set schedule, airing schedule and just sneaking up on me, I still have a review of Guardians of the Galaxy I need to do. Because an episode premiered 13 days ago. And I just found about it. I found out about it, like, five days ago. Yeah, it... It's been a weird month. Um, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, so starting us off over on the Marvel news, um, Wolverine 3 has a title. 
courtesy of a uh, giant poster. It's just going to be titled Logan. Because, you know, simplicity. Reasons. Um, and it has a small hand holding Hugh Jackman's Wolverine hand. Um, and uh, Ryan Reynolds has gone on to say that's uh, Deadpool's baby hand holding Logan's hand. Um, because comedy. <laughs> and it may or may not be following the old man Logan story. I don't know. Um, Mr. Sinister will be in the movie and X-23 will possibly be in the movie. Uh, and this is going to be Hugh Jackman's final Wolverine appearance. So, yeah. It's six months away from being released, six months away from Hugh Jackman hanging up the claws. I would have an interesting question for Hugh Jackman. I would ask him, this is your last Wolverine. However, what if Marvel got the rights back and asked you to come back for one X-Men movie? Would you do it? Because it would be a totally different scenario, especially if it crossed over with the other movies. So if we got, you know, if we got a, you know, X-Men meets Avengers. Well, I mean, Wolverine technically is an Avenger. Well, yeah, in the comics. He is on the long list of Avengers. Well, yeah, like I said, in the comics he is, yeah. But in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's not. Because he's never met any of the Avengers. Unless you count maybe Quicksilver, and that kind of doesn't count. Because, you know... Wibbly wobbly timey wimey universal yeah. nonsensical stuff. Yep. So it's you know so that would be my question. If they got it back and they wanted to do an Avengers meets X Men movie, would you show up to do that movie? And any subsequent movies if you wanted to. Because I feel like he would. To be quite honest. Yeah. Possibly. Who knows? But moving right along, Evangeline Lilly, who played. Um, fuck, I don't remember the character's name off the top of my head. Uh, she played someone in Ant Man. I can't remember the name of the character. Uh, I didn't actually. I didn't actually watch Ant Man. Um, she's teased, she was teased to be, uh, Wasp at the end of, uh, at the end of the, uh... The movie? Uh, yeah, in the <laughs> after credit scene. Sorry, my, my brain farted because my mom just texted me, oh. and I'm gonna get a giant-ass burrito. Nice. Yeah! You gonna get that in the, in between? Possibly. Cool. I might get ice cream if we have any left. Yeah, I'm just typing in my order to her right now. Let me ask you, do you hear anything right now from my end besides my voice? Like, right now? Other than the car that just passed by? Yeah. I hear a little bit of static from, like, a fan. Like, white noise. If there is a fan in the background. Well, no, well, my computer is fan, yeah. But, like, 
I'll, I'll pay attention to like my audacity and it's got like small blurps because you know I have like no insulation in here so you hear everything but then like mm -hmm. I'll move I'll move my legs and start like shaking my leg or something and then just the waveform just goes nuts like here, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything but I'm gonna move my leg other than the car moving yeah goddamn car man yeah, the waveform goes nuts. Anyway. <laughs> well, you may have a spectral thingy in your room, and we may need to call a Ghostbuster or a as long as as long as it's not Melissa Master McCarthy. Of the dark arts. As long as it's not Melissa McCarthy, I'm fine. Because well, fuck it, her. Prop, She's it not might funny. it might just it might just be Zach from Ranger Command. I'm okay with that. I mean. Who knows? Um, or it could just be some, or you could just have some blonde-haired trench coat master of the dark arts show up at your house and just flip you off, and then you know remove the ghost from your house. I'm also okay with that, as he is one. I'll, I'll ask him for. I'll ask him for an autograph before he leaves, and I'll send it to you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Evangeline Lily confirms that she's going to be in Avengers 4 um, also in the movie Ant-Man and the Wasp basically Ant-Man 2 um, I hope so because like the closest we've had so far to a female superhero is Black Widow that's the closest yeah. we've gotten Unless you count well, Pepper Potts wearing the Iron Man arm for, like, 30 seconds. And Iron Man 3 with the whole extremist thingy-majigger. Yeah, I mean, she wore the suit for, like... Well, no, she also was able to, like, breathe fire. Oh, well, no, she didn't breathe fire. It was just the dude. Yeah. The, the main guy killing she had she had the ability to breathe fire if she wanted to. She doesn't now. She she got cured. Whatever. Yeah, they both um, did. Uh, let's see. We'll also be, you know, Captain Marvel, but it'll... Uh, well, she it'll hasn't beat appeared yet. Cap well, yeah, it'll beat Captain Marvel to the punch. Um... um yeah. I mean, there's not much else about this. Uh, July 6th, 2018 for Ant-Man and the Wasp. And again, I so, didn't see the first Ant-Man movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I just didn't watch it. It's just that, you know, anytime Paul Rudd shows up on Conan, he'll be showing footage of Mac and me. And when he was promoting this uh, Ant-Man 1, he had, like, Ant-Man in the clip of Mac and me where um, the main character is on a, like he you know rolls down this really steep hill and goes off of a cliff into a river he's in a wheelchair we never actually get to that point because this movie that movie is a piece of crap um and it's just sort of paul rudd's thing to like whenever he's promoting a movie it'll just be mac and me footage yeah i remember that <laughs> and it it's the stupidest thing but if you go look it up it's it's funny So I might be responsible for getting these burritos soon. But it's only 5 o'clock here, so it can Oh, yeah. 
Um, and if I need to take a break in between Marvel and DC stuff, we can. I had a battered f- fish from the hmm. from the grocery store. It was actually pretty good. Nice. Moving away from food because I'm now getting hungry. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of <laughs> female superheroes, Captain Marvel is her film's going to be an origin story. But Black Panther won't be. Well, no, I, I'm not surprised Black Panthers won't be because we kind of got a mini origin story in Civil War. So if they had that, and then an origin story, I it would be kind of dumb and like, uh, what was I gonna say? Like, kind of Toku level botching of things, because I mean, like, how many times have we seen a writer? In a team up, and then we are writer or Sentai team, and then all of a sudden, hey, th- now we get to see the origin story. It's like, yeah, but how do they get to the team up? Like, obviously, the only one we've sorry, I'm go- sorry, non Toku people, I'm going off on a little thing. We obviously saw like how um, Gokaiger did it because they went back in time because of Time Ranger's power, but like every other one, it's like, hey, we're the new team. Great. And then you don't see them anymore, and then their season starts, and it's like... So, how how did you get to the team-up? You know, so if we got that type of situation... Magical, like, mystical, mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. I don't know, it's just... I'm glad they're not doing an origin story for Black Panther. <laughs> it would have confused people so much more. So Captain Marvel is one of the few films where an origin story is actually necessary, and I'm pretty sure fans will riot if they see any Uncle Ben dying flashbacks in the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Because how many times have we seen Uncle Ben die? Yep. Oh, boy. Uh, who wrote this piece? Uh, oh, Brittany. She's sassy. <laughs> She's fun, though. She's a, she's a great person. Uh, she's also now one of the co-hosts over on the Flash podcast. So, yeah. Because Andy doesn't already have enough co-hosts on that show. <laughs> it's like every season he's adding a new person. And, I mean, one of the normal co-hosts has stepped down for a bit so she can focus on life. Um, As you do. And that's okay. But, yeah. Uh... Let's see, scrolling down a little further down the article, it won't be an origin story for the character of Black Panther, but more so his world. Yeah. Because Wakanda really hasn't been portrayed in live action. The only time it's been portrayed was in that BET Black Panther cartoon, and in any of the Avengers cartoons. I mean, we've, they've made mention of Wakanda... In, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Multiple times. Yeah. But we haven't actually seen it. Right. So. And, uh, yeah. So, that's kind of an update on Captain Marvel. Um, Black Panther is set to hit theaters February 16th, 2018. And then Captain Marvel March 18th, 2019. Um, and they still haven't found... They haven't found a director... For uh, Captain Marvel yet, hopefully it's a female. I was gonna because... say hopefully it's a woman. Yeah, 
because we're getting that with Wonder Woman over on the DC side of things. Um, so, and then November fourth, we got Doctor Strange. So, can you imagine if they got the same woman who directed Wonder Woman movie to do the Captain Marvel movie? That would be insane. And it's and it's not completely impossible either because J.J. Abrams directed a Star Trek movie and a Star Wars movie. So I feel like if you can get one guy to direct two movies from two totally different franchises, you can get a woman to direct a movie from two totally different franchises. It's entirely possible. Uh, moving on. Uh, so, uh, I didn't realize that this was a trend with Netflix series, but apparently getting Blu-ray releases is part of that thing, because Daredevil Season 1 is getting a Blu-ray release. I'm guessing... I think two two I'm, years after the fact? I, I'm guessing because... I, I, I'm guessing because, like, they don't know how long it's going to stay on Netflix. Even though yeah. it's, you know, if it's popular, it's popular, but they don't know how long it's going to stay on Netflix. So they're like, let's make some DVDs. Plus, obviously, that probably wasn't their main thing. Their main thing was, let's make Blu-rays and DVDs and we can get more money that way. That's why they did it. Yeah. I'm genuinely curious on what the special features will be. Probably like behind the scenes and bloopers and Charlie Cox just goofing off. Yeah. Because with a dark show like this, there's bound to be some freaking hilarious bloopers. Oh yeah, you know, someone gets too serious and flubs a <laughs> line and everybody dies laughing. You have no idea how funny that could be sometimes. Um and sticking with the whole uh, Netflix Marvel series, which is pretty much the next four pieces of news that we have. Yeah. Uh, Iron Fist's premiere date has been revealed. It's going to be in March of 2017. March 17th, 2017. And there was also a trailer released. And um, basically, just prepare for Finn Jones to punch a lot of people. Like, it's funny, too, because, like... I just read, like, there's a small synopsis near the bottom of the, the article. I just read mm-hmm. the first part, of, like, before the comma, and all I can think is, 15 years after being presumed dead in a plane crash, switch plane with boat, and you've got Oliver Queen. Ten years ago, I was in a boat accident. <laughs> because it's been I washed up, five I years yeah. since he came back, and he was on the island for five years. Yep. I was like, that was a decade ago. Jeez. <laughs> when he was on the island. He was on the island back in 2006 when Smallville was still on TV. <laughs> Weird. Which, speaking of which, Smallville's now on Hulu. So, really? have fun with that. Yeah, it's all on Hulu. Uh, so, Iron Fist will have uh, two, at least two returning characters from the uh, Netflix verse with Rosario Dawson reprising her role as Claire Temple and Carrie Ann Moss reprising her role as Jerry Hogarth who so, we saw in Jessica Jones 
So Rosario Dawson's going to be essentially the main link between all of these then? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I know she's also going to be in Luke Cage. Well, was she is in, in Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah. I keep forgetting it's Netflix, so they're just like, hey, it's coming out this day. Great, great, great. And then just like, here, have it. It's all here. Um, I haven't finished Luke Cage yet. I just got through episode seven or episode eight, and holy shit. Let me ask you this. You know me with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Could I watch Luke Cage? Are you okay with bones popping out of skin? Probably not. Because <laughs> that literally happens in like the second episode. God damn. Why you gotta be so motherfucking dark, Netflix? Jesus. Well, because a guy punched Luke Cage in the face and because Luke Cage is an unbreakable skin his hand just sort of breaks in all places and then his wrist bone pops out of his wrist. Jeez. It was delightful. The slow-mo on that was beautiful. I hate my stomach, you know that? I really do. Hey, at least it's not someone getting their head bashed through a chain-link fence. Yeah. Like, if these if these were cartoons, I could hands down watch these. Hands down. But seeing oh, and, it happen in real life, I can't. And Iron Fist, you're you're bound to see at least one of his punches go straight through someone. Oh yeah, yeah, because you know, dark because, and gritty and gore and all that stuff. Also, because his punch is like the strongest punch in the Marvel universe, yeah. next to the Hulk's. I would actually like to see that. Iron Fist and the Hulk punch, and they just meet. I feel like it'd be like the Hulkbuster one where they punch each, you know, they meat fist and then it's just like that split second and then just sonic boom yeah so it's good to see Finn Jones will be back on my screen soon enough because losing him in Game of Thrones was kind of a shame because he went out in probably one of the worst ways ever because Cersei is the worst human being on the face of the planet uh also because it, it did kill uh, Natalie Dormer. So, yeah. Then there's the trailer for Iron Fist. You know. Go watch it. I'm not going to talk about it here. Because you need to go watch it. It's really not fun discussing trailers. Because you should really go see those trailers for yourself. <laughs> but it's about over a minute long. Has a bunch of action scenes. Uh... Danny Rand punching a bunch of people. Um, and a glimpse of his glowing yellow fist, which is going to be pretty much a mainstay throughout the entire show. And through the Defenders, because that's sort of his gimmick, is that he, like, holds his hand and, like, concentrates his, like, power into, his, like, the spirit of a dragon into his fist, and then just, you know, punches through solid concrete like it's nothing. Yeah. It was like a... That I because I, I watched the trailer, and uh, that door that he smashed down had to be like a quadruple reinforced steel door or something like that. And he's like, nah, and, and like punches Luke Cage it and becomes and, putty. Like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones could take that door down, but they would have a bit of trouble with it at first. Like they would have to, you know, punch it in specific ways because yeah, they both have super strength, but they don't have a fist of iron. Yeah, I feel like Luke Cage could probably take it down by, like, kicking near the door, or near, like, the doorknob and the lock and stuff, and then it 
might kind of like swing open. And then you've got yeah. Iron Fist who just kind of concentrates for a second, and then, like I said, turns the door, the quadruple reinforced steel door to putty. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Cage can punch through concrete. It just takes a while, but because his skin doesn't break, it's not an issue. Yeah. Does he, he have does super do it strength, his... or does he just have unbreakable skin? He has super strength as well. Okay. Because he got his powers from a botched attempt at trying to redo the super soldier serum and at least in the comics he was left in the uh in the thingy for too long and that's what gave him his uh unbreakable skin and super strength in the show it's a little different but it's essentially the same concept except i don't think they're actually trying it's more like the rejuvenation bath from dragon ball z because he got really beaten up okay i didn't watch dragon ball z Uh, it's kind of kind of tough, but listeners will, some will recognize that it's sort of like the bath that Vegeta was in when he was healing, or when Goku was healing on Namek, and blah blah blah. Um, it was sort of just to heal his wounds, but one of the douchey security guards messes with the system and causes uh, a major malfunction, which causes an overheating in the system, and then we see his wounds start to heal up and then he kind of just breaks out and you know does his thing all while wearing a metal tiara and metal gauntlets because 70s references speaking of uh luke cage have you seen the video where someone mashed up yes it was cage with family matters well they did avengers and uh full house too yeah both are phenomenally hilarious and what I liked about the, the Luke Cage one is that there was no fighting in it. Nothing. It was it just looked like it could have been a real show, just an everyday like new version of um all not all in the family. Family matters? Not like family family matters, yeah, I was thinking more of the one from the seventies. The one that coined the phrase dynamite, but I can't remember the name of the show. I don't remember. Well, no, I, I I never seen the show. I just know it existed. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, with Luke Cage, it's not as much fighting as, say, Daredevil, because, at least in the first half of the series, because Luke, Luke isn't looking to cause trouble. He isn't looking to sort of, like, fix anything. He's just trying to try to live a normal life. Daredevil, on the other hand, he's actively going out and punching dudes in the face. Luke just kind of gets caught up in it, and then someone close to him dies, and then he starts punching people. Jessica Jones just likes to punch people, so... There was a lot of punching in Jessica Jones, but also a lot of detective work. But yeah, Iron Fist trailer. Go check it out. Uh, continuing Good on times. the Netflix. Got Good it. times. Uh, Netflix's Punisher begins filming. Set photos release. Um, this is definitely not a show for you, John, because he's no. literally just going to shoot and punch people the entire time. And there's John Barenthal with a lumberjack beard. Um, and yeah, it's just it's begun filming, and it's going to come out sometime 
sometime in 2017. Um, as well as the Defenders, which brings us to the next piece of Sigourney Weaver is going to be the villain in the Defenders. Who is she playing? Um, I'm actually reading the article right now because I have no idea. Because they didn't say. Uh, she will be playing the villain, but no one said anything about who. So, more on that as it happens. On the last piece of Marvel news. Because I like to toot my own horn sometimes. Um, because it is my article. Is the Marvel Animation News Roundup. And the quick recap on that is Ultimate Spider-Man's ending to be replaced with Marvel's Spider-Man. So, Spider-Man is getting is ending to have Spider-Man. This new Spider-Man series will be more along the lines of like his origins and him going through high school instead of him building a super secret team of superheroes who all just happen to be teenagers at the same time. Um, and also who all just happen to go to Midtown High School where the principal just so happens to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Are they really ke- Are they keeping Coulson as the, pr- the principal? I hope so. Ah, so do I. Because he left sometime in season two, and it was, it was just silly. Probably, he, it was probably because he couldn't. Uh, Clark Gregg couldn't like juggle recording for that, and then also doing Agents of Shield. Yeah. But there's really no word on this show if um, it's going to be more like its MCU counterpart. Or, like, somewhere based on it, like, design-wise. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy is designed off of their uh, comic... uh, Not their comic, their uh, movie counterparts. And I think Avengers Assemble was as well. Thank you, asshole. And there's no word if Drake Bell will continue his role as Spider-Man. He has been Spider-Man in Ultimate Spider-Man, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, as well as Avengers Assemble... And that one Phineas and Ferb episode. I have to remind people that that Phineas and Ferb episode actually exists. Yep. So, if he continues his role as Spider-Man, cool. If not, I wonder who they're going to get. Maybe they'll go get Andrew Garfield. Or Tobey Maguire. Eh, Tobey Maguire is a little too meh for that. Andrew Garfield probably... Just let him channel the, the. Just let him channel the Peter Parker from, you know, movie three. No, for the love of God, no. So then, over onto Avengers Assemble, which fourth season is going to be titled Secret Wars. Peggy Carter is returning to our television screens, albeit as an animated character, but will be voiced by Haley Atwell. I was going to ask if she's doing the voice. Yeah, she is. So it marks the first television appearance of her since the show ended last spring. Let's hope her cartoon counterpart is a lot more interesting than her t- her actual live-action counterpart. Who knows? I know nothing. And then over on the Guardians of the Galaxy, where I'm most excited about, because... Um, well, the premiere was shown at New York Comic Con, but they're getting Captain Marvel and Adam Warlock. And for those of you who don't know, 
Adam Warlock is essentially the Jesus of the Marvel Universe. Okay. Eh, more along the lines of, like, a god. You mean, like, Thor? No, like, beyond Thor, beyond the Olympians, because the Olympians also exist in the Marvel Universe. Like, he stands toe-to-toe with Thanos. Oh. He is one of, like, two people who could have control over the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Because Guardians of the Galaxy, only at the second season, does deal with um, sort of a Avengers crossover, which I'm excited for. Um, It's going to be dealing more with the cosmic side of the Marvel Universe, like... The High Evolutionary is going to be in the first episode. No, that's not it. More like... Ah, shoot. Um, I don't know. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's going to be dealing more with that sort of, like, cosmic-level shenanigans. And that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah. Um... I mean, there's some other things, too, like uh, some shorts using the Funkos and uh, Ant-Man and Wasp shorts as well. Not sure if those are related. Oh, one thing about the Wasp and Ant-Man shorts. Um, Josh Keaton, who is the voice of Shiro on Voltron Legendary Defender, will be the voice of Ant-Man in these shorts. Interesting. So, yeah. And that concludes Marvel stuff. I think. Yes. Um, Maybe. Possibly. No, no, it, it, it does conclude. Um, <laughs> why is my Dropbox updating right now? Because I, I know why. Because I, uh, I edited the show notes a bit and then I saved it. Oh, what did you edit in? I didn't edit anything. I just kind of like added some spaces between certain things just for my own organizational purposes. Ah, uh, well, I tried to keep this all on one paper, like one page. Yeah. So I did the whole two columns thing. But uh, we've got some DC news. Um, and this first one is not, you know, unexpected because it's now sort of a trend slash um, probably going to be a thing for all the DC movies yep. extended editions so everybody's realizing hey you guys are like not delivering on three quarters of the things you're talking about so can you like fix that please and then they're like fine we'll make director's cuts or extended cuts whatever so that we can get the and movie so, that we actually promised, because you know. So, if the next DC movie is going, if the next one has an extended cut, then we know it's going to be a thing for every single one. We can assume, based off of sort of using, you know, critical thinking and whatnot, because you know, Batman versus Superman, and now Suicide Squad having extended cuts. Um, it's gonna have stuff like it's gonna have you know some more stuff on there. Honestly, if you've seen the movie, then you've seen the movie. There's probably not much the extended cut's gonna fix. 
other than probably add some more Joker scenes. Um, yeah. There's really... Like, I mean, Batman vs. Superman's extended cut did fix a lot of its problems, but it still had a lot of problems. And there's someone playing music outside. Awesome. Um, some guy decided he was going to have band practice today, so... Ugh. <laughs> uh, your thoughts, John? On Suicide Squad? Like, on the fact that it's an extended cut. I mean... I think, I think they've realized it, because... You're going to have people that are satisfied with the movies, and then you're going to have sat people who are not satisfied with movies. Um, and what we've seen from the DC movies is that more than half of the people who've watched it probably are not satisfied with the movie they got in theaters. So it's not surprising that they're coming out with an extended version. Well, I'm not sure what I saw in theaters, because I was at a shitty angle and it was an IMAX 3D so I'm not even sure what I was watching they could have played a freaking Teletubby episode yeah and I wouldn't have known sort of like they could have played like a Teletubby episode with the audio track of Suicide Squad underneath it and I wouldn't have known the difference sort of like you go to a professional sports game and you're the person who gets the chair sitting behind a column <laughs> yeah go team I can't see you but go team Go local sports team. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get into the good stuff that DC's been putting out. Um, but it's still a tiny bit disappointing. Yeah. Because apparently, I guess, Supergirl's not going to be merging with the Flareoverse. Which we kind of saw coming. I, w when I, I did. When, like, when I, first heard, when I first saw that, I was like... It sucks, but at the end of the day, it's not surprising. Because they would have had to gone through so many loops to make it into the same world. That, I I don't know, I just... Because you'd be getting rid of so many characters. Like, you'd have to... If, if they merged them together, you would either have to make an identical cat coat in Metropolis... You wouldn't have been able to bring in Superman unless he went in with him. And then he's got his whole... You know, Clark Kent's got his whole life in there. So then you'd have to ask, would Superman go through? Or would Supergirl just go through? That's other questions you'd have to think of. And you'd... You'd have to think about, is Supergirl going to go in alone? Is... Uh, Olsen going to go in with him? Is Wynn going to go in with him? His sister? Anybody from the D.E.O.? You know, she's got this whole world, and I feel like just being like, no, now it's part of the same universe. Screw the team up that happened last season. This is what's happening now. It's just kind of like a kick in the balls. Well, yeah, what we saw, though, what we saw with Flashpoint and the second Flash episode, it theoretically could be possible, but probably not. Yeah. Um, and, more than likely, it's going to be Barry running through, uh, running through the Speed Force, and just like picking her up along the way, and then bringing her like in, or she's going to accidentally break the space time barrier and accidentally travel because it's just going to be Supergirl in this crossover. Yeah, because her episode 
that week isn't going to lead into the crossover. Not that I know of. Unless at the very end, she sort of falls through that portal. That's going to be the only thing connecting it. It's going to sort of start in maybe the last five minutes of Supergirl. And then carry through Flash, Arrow, Legends. And something I think they can do is um, if... With Supergirl being in its own universe, that opens up a lot of possibilities. Like in the newest episode that we'll get to. Exactly. In the new episode they mentioned Gotham. Why not have Batman appear? Well, apparently Gotham might be the safest place to live, either because Goth it Gotham isn't as screwed up as it is in the current T V show, or because Batman's doing his job. Yeah. So it's just like, if there's a Gotham, and this is a whole different universe, why not bring in a Batman? Or, if you don't want to mention Batman, um, I think watching SourceFed Nerds thing said they mentioned, or no, it was somewhere else, said they mentioned another city that I guess was the city that Nightwing came from? You could bring well, in th- Nightwing? Uh, that was mentioned in Arrow. Arrow, okay. Oh, Bloodhaven. Damn. Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven, yeah. I mean, you could still do it. There's going to be a Bloodhaven in Supergirl's universe. But, like... Well, yeah, I mean, there is a Kara Danvers that exists in the Flareoverse who is more than likely an alien. So, there's always that sort of twist on well, the see, crossover. Well, see, because it, it kind of begs the question, would it be Kara Danvers... Or would it be Kara? Was it Kara L? Is that her? Well, well, it could also be that National City has Power Girl, who went by the name of not as Kara Danvers, but da, 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 I'm googling it as we speak. Uh, um, Power Girl DC database. Basically, just pictures of boobs. Okay, because that's pretty much Power Girl's costume. Oh yeah, Power Girl was. uh, Yeah, okay. And then she's the Earth. She's the Earth Two counterpart, and her she goes by Karen Star. So would that mean it would technically be Earth? What would Earth Four? Like five, Earth. Because because we have Earth 1, which is the Flareoverse, Earth 2 with uh, Harry and Zoom, Earth 3 with Jay Garrick, right. Earth 4 would be Supergirl, and then Earth 5 would possibly be Power Girl. Unless they somehow... So, honestly, I think that would be interesting. After the effects of the huge team-up they're going to have, how great would it be if some rogue scientist or what we know now from the new episode of Arrow you know was it Arrow? No it was Supergirl shit never mind <laughs> I was thinking of Cadmus that's in, that was in Supergirl um, Cadmus is still in Supergirl um, like you could have some like rogue scientist somewhere just be like holy crap she's powerful and then like part of it they somehow get the ability to get her blood, and then they clone her, and that's how we get Power Girl. Yeah. 
Because that's essentially what they did in Justice League oh. Amer- of America. Or no, Justice League Unlimited. Or she could be... She could be Karen Danvers. Or that, yeah. You know, Because her aliases have been Karen Starr, Karen Steele, Kara Scott, Kara Batson, and then Karen Danvers. Because, um... If they did that, I mean, obviously it would be really cool to see Melissa Benoist play her. But she wouldn't be able to juggle being Supergirl on her own show as well as playing Power Girl. Unless it was, like, one-off episode. It may be a one-off episode. Who knows? If it was a one-off uh. episode, I could see her playing the character. Um, but if it was, like, to be a reoccurring character, then no, it wouldn't. They'd pick somebody else. Yeah. And or or conti- you could always flip reverse it and have um, um, her sister. Don't remember the character. Alex? Alex. Flip reverse it and have Alex Danvers be actually F- Supergirl or Power Girl or whatever. And then Kara can be Karen the mild-mannered reporter from Central, uh, from National City. Because, you know, Flashpoint. Yeah, Flashpoint did fuck some things up. It didn't affect anything in Supergirl because, you know, universe. of universe nonsense. Um, but, let's see. Moving on. So, Kevin Smith directed an episode of The Flash last season, correct? Yeah. He's now going to be directing an episode of Supergirl titled Supergirl Lives based off of the scrapped movie that he had titled Superman Lives, which had Nicolas Cage in a rainbow-colored Superman costume. Wait, he was the director of that movie? Well, the possible director for that movie? Uh, No, it was going to be directed by Tim Burton. It was just the script that Kevin Smith wrote. Oh, and aren't we glad we did not get that? And the downfall of the project is chronicled in the documentary film The Death of Superman Lives. So, Kevin Smith posted the picture of the front page of the script, and, uh, yeah. It's gonna be interesting. I don't know what the episode's gonna be about, and, um, I know nothing. Because I'm Jon Snow. Hugh Game of Thrones theme and <laughs> scene. Alright. Um, yeah. So, one last little piece of Supergirl news. Um, and as I put in the show notes, uh, James ain't no chump. <laughs> because he is going to armor up as the Guardian. Which is kind of interesting when you think about it, especially with the the introduction of Cadmus. mm Mm-hmm. Because the Guardian and Cadmus have always been kind of side by side. One and the same. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's pictures of the suit, and um, basically, if you remember what Deadshot's mask looked like from Suicide Squad... That's going to be a full-form helmet on uh, James. 
And he also has a shield, which I'm pretty sure would be really good to use while playing racquetball. I like how um, there's a I like how there's a point to it. Yeah. Right at the edge, so it's just like you know. So he can poke someone with it. Yep. <laughs> okay, and we're going to assume that the armor is lead lined because, you know, his secret identity would be secret for uh, roughly a tenth of a second. Oh yeah, in that world. After yeah. his encounter with Supergirl. Well, because X ray vision. Well, like it depends on how he becomes the Guardian. Does he leave uh, Catco to work for Cadmus? Um, well, he just might after what happened in the in the premiere. Oh, yeah. Actually, something kind of funny from SourceFed Nerd, they talked about it, and how what if Olsen dies, like flat out dies, and then an episode or two comes by, goes by, and then he shows back up, and he's secretly a clone from Cadmus. Oh, that yeah. would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. That could be interesting. I'm telling you, that's why I watch that show, man. They have so many good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and we're gonna go right into the premiere of Supergirl because this sort of goes right into it um, so that romance that was teased at the end of season one nah nope nah like I feel like this is just like kind of a repeat of the first season because she said it herself in the first season it was all about Kara the human trying to transition and being able to figure out her life as Supergirl. Second season rolls around is Kara Danvers secretly Supergirl trying to figure out who Kara Danvers really is. And I don't know. I still I you know I still say Cat stole a lot of this episode. As she normally does, because Callista Flockhart is phenomenal in this role. Yeah. It's a shame that we're only going to see her a handful of times this season, because Canada. What does that have to do with anything? She's not moving up to Vancouver. Uh, well, yeah, especially we, now that... That might be one of the reasons why um, they made her become a reporter because mm -hmm. she won't be direct she's not Kat's assistant anymore she's a no. full-fledged reporter which means no Kat's be... new assistant's just awful yeah or hat or average and just made to be more awful than she is because you know Kat Grant um also because Kara was the super assistant yeah but I'll be here uh, all day I really wish, like, I think something interesting that could happen, especially, like, we know we're not going to see her a lot because this hep this episode had her, like, telling Kara, you know, make the jump. Don't stand there by the edge of the pool thinking what might happen if you jump in. Just jump. And by the end of the episode... Just do it! Yeah. By the end of the episode, she's, you know... 
she's like, yeah, make the jump. And then you can, ju you can just see it. It's the stereotypical, like, okay, she's going to do something. Now we just have to figure out what she's going to do. And it's if if it's like, you know, next episode, Cat Grant makes surprise announcement, Catco ending, or stepping down as CEO and she's going to travel, or she's going to start some other business, and that's going to be the signal of us not seeing her a lot this season. She's gonna walk. She's not gonna walk away from the company per se. She's just not going to be in charge anymore. And then somebody yeah. else will step in, like her son, or no, her son's too young. What am I saying? Somebody else will step in and take over. That's what I think is gonna happen. And then we got to see the new DEO office that yeah. you know wasn't in the middle of the desert, and her reaction is by far one of the greatest things. Like. When did we get this? Like, it's... It, it, it How is, long has this been here? It is kind of funny because, like, I don't know if the cat, you know, if the crew for the, for, for the season one was like, we're getting a season two definitely, so now we're just going to trash the place, or if it was, we don't know if we're going to get a season two or not, so let's just trash the place and we'll see what happens. You I know? think it's more so... That set is in L.A., and they weren't really allowed to bring it because CBS was like, oh, yeah, you can have the show, but the set stays here. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I do think it's funny. And it's it's also funny because the set we got for the new season is a lot better than it was in the CBS. <laughs> it's like, you went from... There's actual lighting. Right, you went from a cave <laughs> to, like... To a high rise with so much more tech and the doors that open on the balcony to let you fly in like that and it's just well this is the TV season of secret organizations coming back into the limelight yeah. or in the DEO's case actually being public yeah so I think them having a building made sense because they are now more of a visible organization versus in season one they had to keep aliens a secret because yeah. aliens <laughs> and it's it's interesting too because now um um is it what's it what's his name outside of alien form john, john jones and then it's um hank henshaw hank henshaw thank you because we we have to keep the letter you know, the letters aligned. So it's J J H H. Yeah. Um. I think it's interesting because he doesn't have to hide his form anymore. Because um, you know he he flew right in with Supergirl, and then mm -hmm. changed, and people were walking around. Yeah, They're like, oh, it's just a normal Monday at the office. Yeah, that didn't happen in season <laughs> one. Season one, everyone was like, oh, aliens. Yeah. Like, aliens were, like, this foreign thing. And then it's just like, oh, hey, there's Ja... No, Hank. Okay. <laughs> made even when better. I, my human form. Made even <laughs> fucking better by the... <laughs> by the by Fight Club video. <laughs> he oh. just walks... He just walks in and he's like, oh, this is gonna be interesting. And then transforms into Jean Jones. And then you just see Diggle and drop then, the hamburger. Oh. 
I knew that was gonna happen. Uh, I didn't know how. Thing. I didn't know if they were gonna save that for the team up or what. But that was amazing. Like, uh, do you all do that, right? <laughs> and yeah, and when in the episode, he doesn't know what to say to him. He's like, yes, Mister Henshaw. I mean, Miss J- Jones. But what do I call you? Just <laughs> sirs, okay. <laughs> Because Wynn is now part of the DEO. Yep. I don't think he's part of CatCo anymore. Nope. That's that's an interesting change, because it's like, he's just this desk guy, and then all of a sudden, hey, he's part of DEO now, and it's like, I get it, because he's smart and he knows a lot of tech stuff, but I just did feel like it came out of nowhere. He also can translate Kryptonian, well, yeah, because he got bored. Yeah. <laughs> That was also out of nowhere. But so funny. It's like, I got bored, so I learned a new language. I'm expanding my horizons. It's like, <laughs> you sound like a college student. Right? Who over the summer decided to pick up, you know, Swahili. Yeah. It's like Hermione... Because you got bored. It's like Hermione Granger from Harry Potter. How she got a book the size of War and Peace and said, I picked this up for a bit of light reading. Like... Yeah. No. You don't just do that. You don't just pick up a book the size of War and Peace and go, yeah, it's just a bit of light reading. Well, yeah. So we got to see Superman. Um, his suit, a little more reminiscent of um, Christopher Reeves' Superman. Okay. Is there a freaking saxophone across my street now? Guess what? Now I hear it. Uh, band practice. I apologize to anyone hearing this. I mean, to be fair, it's better than the motorcycles and the cars driving past my house. Touche. Which, I'm gonna warn people now, because it will happen. At some point in time, come this winter, one of our recording sessions will be interrupted for a split second by a plow going by. I'm just telling you now, because it's gonna happen. I don't know when. And just take a wild time. guess whose side of the recording it's going to be. Just take yeah. a wild guess, listeners. T- wild, complete guess. <laughs> oh, man, the snow plow in Southern California? What is this? Because, see, it's funny. Like, in Southern California, when you guys drive, in the, mid- in the middle, you have the double yellows. You also have yeah. reflectors to show where those lines are. You can't do that here. Because the plows go by, and if the plows go by, they would just completely wreck the reflectors. I noticed that when we went down south. Once you get, like, North Carolina range, the reflectors start showing up. And you can't do that here. Unless you put them all all on some sort of mechanized thing, where it's like, the plows are going to start going by at this time. Okay, you just hit a button and they all just close. That'd be the only way. Yeah. But yeah, so... Yeah. Superman showed up. They saved a plane. As super people do. Uh, Well, I mean, Kara saved a plane in her first appearance as Supergirl. Uh, So it made sense that as Superman's first appearance as Supergirl, they save a plane together. Also, apparently there were some Easter eggs as well. Um, 
like probably um, when they use their uh, their heat vision, it's blue. And apparently, during Christopher Reeve's era, it was blue. Yeah, a lot of this episode was throwback to Christopher Reeves as Superman. Yeah, I guess even uh, even I noticed it as someone who hasn't seen that. I noticed it when it first when you first see Clark and it's got Daily Planet and he's at the magazine rack. The music mm-hmm. that plays was a somewhat different version slash throwback to the original John Williams theme from the Superman movie. Mm-hmm. And even, like I said, even I knew that because I've heard the theme many times. I just haven't seen the movie. It was nice. It, it definitely was. I just hope that Tyler's version of Clark finds his own sort of footing and doesn't try to live up to Christopher Reeves' as Superman oh, because that yeah. was that was the downfall of Superman Returns with Brandon Routh. Mostly because Routh was also a rookie actor at that point and he the director was telling him to be more like Reeves. That was the downfall of the movie. And um, now if he were to play the role of Superman now, Brandon Routh would totally just kick its ass. Oh yeah. Also, the pictures of Melissa Benoist and Brandon Routh standing next to each other are hilarious. Oh yeah, like the when I, they when they saved the plane and then landed on that road and then the oh, family that, showed Tyler up. Hecklin. That's Tyler Hecklin. Oh. I was talking about like the behind the scenes pictures. Of what? Because there was of Brandon Routh and Melissa Benoist just, you know, hanging out. Oh, okay. Because they were filming the cro- they're filming the crossover right around now ish. Yeah. So Doggy's taking a drink. Yeah, she is. She's loud. Yep. As dogs are when they drink. Mm-hmm. Well, my dog's just loud all the time. Um, but yeah. I that uh, was so Supergirl. far so far I'm liking it. Yeah, you I'm were. like it. I'm you like the, the biggest fan of Supergirl season one. I wasn't. One. And so and seeing be... you this happy about season two makes it... me makes me excited. And I won't be able to watch live because I have a D&D game literally at the same time. Like I could Just see use it. the new CW app. I did. It's actually good. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I didn't because you sent it to me. Yeah. Like, that's how I watch Legends. Because yeah. it, it keeps saying app, app, and I'm like, so what, I gotta watch it on my tablet? And then I click the nope. link. I click the link in the post. I was like, "Oh no, okay, I can just watch it here. That makes sense. that's good. All right." So. It's definitely a lot better than what it used to be, where it was playing the same Hidden Valley Ranch ad three times in a row, and making me just want to stab my computer. No, it was Hidden Valley Ranch and then the Starburst commercials, and it Wait. would just alternate between I'm, all of them on the CW site. It could it could be worse. We could have the new. Uh... Um, Common Rider Gummies commercials between them all. Oh boy! <laughs> I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> I actually, saw, I'm not. I'm just not going to go off on it. But I saw a, a GIF of a behind the scenes of that, and it was the kid wearing like this kind of baggy green 
suit in front of a green screen, and mm-hmm. there were two guys off to the side, and he he called out action, and then they each pulled a cord or a string or something, and the the, the green bodysuit he was wearing just like split down the middle and went one each way, and he pulled this pose in this like white leotard. <laughs> Bark. Someone's at my door. Burrito time. <laughs> no, like at my front door. Oh yeah, it's probably to my house. Time. No, because I'm the one who's supposed to be going to go get them. Uh... I think my grandma's here. Huh. Because her phone just came in the mail. Oh, that makes sense. She's getting an upgrade. My mother got an upgrade. <sighs> but... I'm going to move from Supergirl, because i got to yeah. leave relatively soon to go pick up burritos. All right. Um, we're going to move over to Flash. Or, you know what, actually? Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to have to pause it right now. We're going to have to take a quick little break. I'm overhearing the conversation my mom and my girlfriend are having right now. So, going to... Take just, a brief pause. We're, we're gonna pause the recording, so you're not gonna notice anything. But we're gonna pause it, like other than us telling you that yeah. it's pausing. So we'll come back after like a split second for you guys. Go, and we're back without burritos or ice cream. Or ice cream. <laughs> sad, sad face. face. Mega sad face. Well, my girlfriend's going to pick up the burritos, yeah. but. Now I have another conundrum on my hands. So I will figure that when I get to it. Um, Zooming over to the Flash, uh, because that's where we left off, right? Right. Yeah. Thanks, Brain, for confirming that with myself. (laughs) Um, So Flashpoint happened, and Barry, 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 Barry. (sighs) Why? (sighs) Everything is just fucked up now. Um, yeah, pretty much. In the sense that time as I know it in the DC Flareoverse makes absolutely no sense nope. anymore. It made a lot more sense back in season two. Like, I could explain this. But season three, it's like, well, let's see. There are now, as Barry explained it, three separate timelines Flashpoint post flashpoint which i'm gonna just call new 52 because that's what flashpoint created and then old 52 which is season two if you think about it he went to two different worlds two different earths yeah so how we were talking about power girl being on earth five if those other two timelines count as different earths then theoretically she would belong on earth seven Yeah, it's just a lot to take in. Uh, Barry's loving his new life, but then realizes his brain's starting to fade. Wally dies. I don't know if he actually the died. The rival's dead. He got, stabbed, he got stabbed, and it looked like he might. And then that's when Barry just kind of flipped out and said, yeah, okay, we gotta go back to the way it was. And apparently he didn't have enough speed juice to get back to the past to stop himself he needed Eobard to stop mm-hmm. himself from stopping Eobard it, and because of that 
creates by far one of the worst paradoxes mm-hmm. ever because now we have season one and season two sort of nearly being erased from existence but Barry still somehow having his powers and because Eobard now the only way I can surmise this is that there is now the Eobard that sort of disappeared after Barry stopped him no the Eobard that was stopped ah it's going to be hard to explain, but this may be an entirely new Eobard in well, general. And because because speedsters are involved, the timeline of seasons one and two remain the same, but because Flashpoint happened, it's tweaked. Yeah. Like, everything that happened in season one and season two has happened. Because we saw Eobard sort of dissolve into nothing, but then come back well, he in, came season back in two. season two because, because that was the whole like it's the Eobard that came back the first time went back to his present before he enacted his big plan because he was essentially scouting and then Barry was like I'm gonna stop him here before he can do anything and then they're like you can't do that because if you do that Cisco is gonna fucking die over here so send the motherfucker back so he's like fine send him back and then everything happened the way it was now it's a totally different fucking story right but it's sort of a similar sort of concept because speedsters are involved and speedsters are sort of outside of time in a sense it's complicated to say the least and sort of fucks things up for Arrow and even to some extent fucks up Legends of Tomorrow um but let's see because let's see I'm gonna just go on a limb and say that seasons one and season two seasons one and two are unaffected by Flashpoint so Eobard still would have gone back and killed Harrison Wells and sort of that sort of thing happened because if that didn't Barry would have never become a speedster and if Barry had never become a speedster Flashpoint wouldn't have happened creating an ever looping paradox because if Flashpoint didn't happen then Barry would have become the Flash and so on and so (laughs) forth so to avoid that sort of paradox we are locking seasons one and two in place other than that time Barry went back in time and fucked up that episode of season one. Which... So essentially yeah. we're starting to introduce Doctor Who. Like, physics. How certain things... Are, uh, certain, no. Well, because in, this in Doctor thing... Who, certain things are time-locked. You can't go back to them. Like, in Doctor Who, the whole time war and the situation of the 50th anniversary were supposed to be time-locked. But the only reason they got in to the Time War to meet the War Doctor was because of the quote-unquote weapon allowing them in. That's the only reason they got in there. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't be able to. Even the two the two other Doctors were like, "Can we do this? Can we change our own history?" And you know, Matt Smith, you know, Matt Smith, you know, I love his Doctor. Was just we change history all the time. Why can't we change ours? And so, I mean, yeah. it's essentially what they're doing. 
is they're they're trying they're almost getting into Doctor Who time laws, which in a in a sense is how the DC universes ran. Um, the thing is, Barry could go back and fix things, but it would it's like taking a broken window and putting it back together. It's not going to go back the same way it did. So, essentially, that's what happened when Jay yanked him out of the Speed Force, which was probably one of the coolest oh, yeah. things ever. It's just like, oh, and now you're on Earth 3, which just so happens to probably be the Flash show from the 90s reworked, because I'm pretty sure, I, I'm like pretty sure that was the whole point of Jay Garrick's Earth 3 sort of being a facsimile yeah. to that of well, his old it's TV funny show. Too because um, when they went into the diner, did you see what show was on the television? It was Dawson's yeah, Creek. It was. Did you know it was. that the guy who plays Jay Garrick played the father of Dawson from Dawson's Creek? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. John, John Wesley, Wesley Ship. Yep. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. It's all connected. God. That's Marvel. Wait, that's Marvel. Which is funny because <laughs> the, the hashtag, it's all connected, works a hell of a lot more than it do- for DC than it does for Marvel. Mm. At least for the... Uh, I mean, it works, it works well with the Netflix shows and the yeah. movies. Like, as separate entities. The but movies are all connected. The Netflix shows are all connected. It's all connected. It's literally everything, including the television show. And it's like, it's really, like, not, though? Like, it is, but it isn't? It is in the smallest possible way. But getting back to Flashpoint and Paradox... um, Barry tries to set things right with everyone... And sort of begins the grieving process for like helping Cisco along because his brother actually dies. And um, I was listening to an episode of the RRR podcast, and one of the hosts accidentally flubs up and says, Grease counseling. And so they got into a discussion about bacon. <laughs> It always gets to bacon sometimes, but... I mean, bacon's good. I yeah. Feel. And then Iris isn't talking to uh, her dad, but once Barry sort of explains what the hell happened, they st- sort of started to begin mending those issues. Other than the fact that Caitlin is now yep. Killer Frost, which... There is an episode titled Killer Frost coming up soon, so that's going to be fun. Um, whether or not she'll be a villain remains not. to be seen. Like, I, I don't want her to just go from, you know, the good, like, the good character we've known and loved over the past three, you know, two plus kind of three seasons now. And she, just because she gets Killer Frost powers, that all of a sudden she turns evil. Like... No, I think it might be more of a descent into madness. Uh, again, I hope not. <laughs> but, again, we already have a cold villain. 
Captain Cold's yeah. evil again. And he's going to be making an appearance either in Legends or in I'm Flash. I'm guessing he's going to be a part sometime. of the, the new posse that's being made. He is. The yeah, Legion of Doom? Essentially, yes. Yeah. No, that's what I think they're calling themselves. But So, yeah. Barry... And then the rival gets his powers back because Dr. Alchemy apparently has the ability to give powers to people. So when they find out he has no dark matter in the system but does have you speed force, they're like, what you the hell happened? funny connection? You know, you hmm. know how alchemy gives everybody their powers back? He no. has the Philosopher's Stone. Who's the new character? And the... And the first Harry Potter story just so happens to be Harry Potter and the Philosopher's yep. Stone. And Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy in the movie, is Julian, the douchey scientist. I have a feeling if he is a character that will be there the whole season, I feel like he's going to end up being part of Team Flash. At least... Once he finds out yeah, that Barry's the Flash, it's gonna happen. Gonna be like, it's gonna oh. happen. He's gonna find out, and then he'll either hate Barry even more, or realize why Barry's not completely being honest, and go, "Yeah, okay, I guess that's a good reason," and yeah. move on, and then he'll help out. I just hope, I just hope Wally gets his powers again. I'm guessing. Because I hope this is sort of the reason why um, Wally gets his powers back is because. Did Dr. you see Alchemy. the promo for next week? Because. Ooh. No. Do you want me to say? Jesse Quick comes it. back with her powers. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I heard about that. And Harry comes back with yep. a sense of humor. Well, because he's he's uh. everything's good <laughs> in his life now. <laughs> He didn't have any humor yeah. because yeah, it was Zoom's all about gone. killing Zoom, and he always had to have that like, kill Zoom and her. And I mean, Zoom and Zoom's technically dead. Yeah. Which, which I like. So. I'm glad they didn't like. You know, he didn't go back. No, he didn't like try to go back to set things the way they were supposed to, and then like Zoom is still alive, and like Joe was killed, and. Iris is like in a comatose state and you know there's all this like hell going on it's like no season two happened now we're moving on from it which is why I'm thinking that seasons one and two are locked in place minus that minor tweak that happened in season two that made um uh Pied Piper yeah. a good guy that was interesting yeah, and I think my stepdad's playing his TV really loud. There is... If I can say anything negative Ugh. about Flash, the show... Flashpoint was Well, no, short. no, that's it's got nothing to do with it. It's got to do with Barry the character. He is the type of character that, in every season, he just does shit. He's a very selfish character. Because he doesn't care, he tends not to care about anybody else. And I realize, like, he lost both of his parents. He did something hasty. I get that. But he's done that in every season. And it always takes someone older and wiser to tell him, You fucked up. You need to stop doing this shit. Now try and fix it. That's 
always what happens. In the first season, it was pro. And this if time, in the first it's... season, I think it was Joe. The second season, it was Jay Garrick. Yeah. Third season, Jay Garrick. And it's just like he fucks up so much. And it's like, I want to love you, Barry. I really do. You have good moments. But, like, you got to stop this. you got to stop being the asshole. You're pulling a Wally. You're pulling a Wally. Which, right now in comics, is a very strange thing because there are now two Wally Wests. New 52 Wally West, and then pre-New 52 Wally West. Well, because the only Wally... One of which is Kid Flash... And the other one is the Flash of the yeah, Titans. The only, and then Barry the is only, the Flash. Um, the only Wally I know is the one from um, Young Justice. Justice League and Young it, Justice. Uh, the only one... Well, he was, was, he, was Wally West the one from uh, Justice League? He is the Flash. He is the okay, Flash yeah, of so the Justice the, League. So the one... Like so, I know that one, but like the one I really know a lot more of is uh, the one from Young Justice, where he actually does go back in time to meet, you know, to meet Barry. Yeah. So that's the one I know of, and that's why I was also surprised when we got Black White, uh, Black Wally West, which I'm not against. I'm not against it all. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that was it was weird going from Young Justice to that. Yeah, and now comics having two Wally Wests because Titans Rebirth had Wally, this the pre New Fifty Two Wally I believe, is uh, he has t- the only way he can stay alive is if people remember him. So he has to get people to remember him for him to continue to exist. New Fifty Two Wally they West stole that. He's they stole that time. They stole that. Uh, um, what the hell's the word for it? The, the gimmick, I guess, if you want to call it. They stole yeah. that from uh, Kamen Rider. That was the whole basis of uh, Zeronis' character from Den-O. He, tra- he transformed yeah. the cards, and every time he transformed, someone would forget about him. Yep. Yikes. And then he later got a form... Well, because... I'm not even going to explain it. That show was very complicated. Like, I, I would just complicate your brain even more after all this stuff from Flash. <sighs> well, and then, you know, he runs over to Central City, which is segueing right into Arrow. Not from Central. Goes to Star City and talks to Felicity and is like, Felicity, I fucked shit up. And then he's like, Diggle has a son. I loved that. I, I'm not going to so, lie. I loved seeing her face. Like, nothing's changed here, has it? And he's like, well, I don't know. Let me look it up. He's like, wait, who's that? And then he's like, John Jr.? Oh, my God, where's Sarah? And she's just like, oh, my God. Just the realization of it. I I was laughing. I'm sorry. I was laughing at that point. Well, yeah. And then that sort of brings in the whole thing of did Barry accidentally create John Diggle Jr., a.k.a. Connor Hawk, a.k.a. the Green Arrow of that one episode of Legends of Tomorrow That's early. what I think. Like, honestly, I think it would be interesting if they went back to that timeline and, like, Oliver had an arm and it was, like, the... Um, the I don't know what you want to call it. The, the headquarters where she normally sits is is the same yeah. like it's still the same 
and it's not in riots and all that type of stuff. And you finally meet, like, an arrow shoots, and all of a sudden they look over thinking it's going to be Oliver Queen, but it's not. It's a female. And it's Sarah who goes maybe by a different name. Instead of Connor Hawk, it's by, like, a different name entirely. Maybe even Sarah Hawk. Cough, cough, Artemis. Well, no, because we're getting cough. Artemis. Yeah. I don't know. It would be interesting to go back, but that timeline sort of is null and void at this point. Yeah. That is true, actually. They did fix things where that wouldn't happen anymore. They could still go to the. They could still go to the yeah. future and think they're gonna meet, you know, because they don't know anything about Flashpoint, right? As far as we know, so they could try to like, well, you know, you know, it's like, well, we have to go back to the year twenty something. Oh yeah, I remember that. We met Connor Hawk there, and he's, you know, he's John Diggle's son, so we'll be fine. And they get there. There's, you know, John Diggle's older. He's not out in the field anymore, or never was. And they meet a female Green Arrow that they know as Sarah Diggle. But goes by like Sarah Hawk or Sarah Diggle and just has the Green Arrow monocle. Yeah, I mean that could be interesting. I actually really want that right now. Other than that, <laughs> other than that, nothing else of Arrow was changed by Flashpoint. Although we did Not get much. the surprise at the end that I wasn't expecting. I'll get to the, I'll get to that Which when we one? get to Arrow. It was, the, well, it was the end of episode all right. one. Diggle's yeah. getting a new helmet. Moving straight into that. It looks like a helmet. Doesn't look like Magneto's helmet. That's yep. it. It's a Cisco creation, obviously. And... We actually semi-talked yeah. about it. Cause it, 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 it yeah, we yeah, did last, last episode. episode. Like, eh, Diggle gets a new helmet, and then there was something else, and we're like, well... we'll if we bring it up, it'll be next episode because all the shows come back. Well, we do have the Dominators, and I forgot to throw that in there. The Dominators are going to be the crossover villain. They're a bunch and of aliens. According to you, we've already started with that because of alchemy. Yeah. Because of alchemy. That That's yeah. what I wanted to get to. He's creating an army of super people. To prove that they're worthy. And that's the whole point of the Dominators. The Dominators come to Earth trying to figure out, like... Well, they see that the superhuman menace is, you know, too much. And they try to exterminate superhumans. And leads into this crazy crossover event. Um, but um, I kind of only want to talk quickly about Arrow. Because it was good. The two episodes we got were good. Not much in terms of really anything happened felicity has a new That's new what dude I was surprised about. who seems really suspicious he seems a little suspicious but i'm happy because felicity is done olicity is done <sighs> olicity is done um the whole diggle joining being in the military and that whole thing that they're going to frame him for uh, is going to be the reason why he comes back to star city um the team being trained, Ragman. Ragman is the greatest I'm not thing lie. ever. I had no clue who it was, and then I watched the Swords Fed Nerd thing, and DJ Woldridge, DJ Talks Trash. I'm, I'm pimping him out because he is. A, yeah. he's actually really awesome, 
and he knows a lot about comics. And he's really into that and has been for years. And the new way they did the show, he had to represent Arrow. And his whole thing was like Ragman. Just Ragman. Like, if you would have told me we were going to have Ragman in a move, in a show, I would have been completely surprised. And I'm like, I have no clue who Ragman is. Like, was he this big, prolific character in, like, Green Arrow or something? Nope. Nope. <laughs> like, I don't understand. He's, like, going nuts over Ragman and Ragman this, Ragman that. And I'm like, who's Ragman? He's a very obscure character, but it's now, fun. Because he literally just is an ancient yeah, piece of clothing. Literally, that's it? He's not, like, a guy covered in the clothing? He is the clothing? He's... No, he's a guy in oh, okay. the clothing. Um, but the clothing gives him powers. Because, uh... I didn't actually watch season two. I meant to and forgot because I still had to watch, like, Supergirl and the f- last week's Arrow. You mean episode two? What did I say? You said, yeah, you said well, season two. I'm, I'm like... I've seen season two. Okay, I was going to say. I haven't seen, like, season four of Arrow. But... He's a Jewish... He's a Jewish superhero tied to uh, DC Comics' Golem. Okay. He is compared to Batman in some capacity. But, um... Draws physical powers of the corrupted souls that make up his suit. Um, He has minor magical powers, so we're keeping magic in the show to an extent because of Ragman. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just a kind of obscure DC character, and I'm glad he's joining Team Arrow because we've got Wild Dog, who really hates the name Wild Dog, Artemis, Mr. Terrific. So, wait, let me get this straight. Ragman is not a bad guy? No, he's not a bad guy. The guy that you're thinking of that was the archer that looked like Ragman, that is Prometheus, okay. and he is... He's a whole other crazy. bundle of crazy. <laughs> because we have technically two big bads this season. Do we? We have right. Tobias okay. Church and well, yeah, Prometheus. I, I feel like and it's... If, I like having two, two bad guys because that represents both angles of Oliver Queen's character. Prometheus is the villain to Green Arrow. Tobias Church is the villain to Mayor Queen. And I like that. Mm. So it's going to be interesting going through the season how he like manages to take care of both at the same time. Also, the flashbacks aren't oh, yeah. anymore. Isn't that amazing? Oh, I love it. And I'll tell you. I, I, I didn't watch episode two, not because I didn't want to, but because I kept forgetting. But watching episode one, I liked it. So, all intents and purposes, I'm actually continuing with Arrow this year, or this season. And rumor has it that our favorite Canary will be coming back soon, too. Sarah's coming back? And hey, the actual... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I yeah. will say... And it will be Laurel Lance's Black Canary of Earth 1. Not flashback, not 
of alternate timeline, not so she's just Earth coming two, back to life. But the real from I don't know when, I don't know how, but there's that's the rumor circulating around, and okay, that makes me happy because Arrow fixing its mistakes this season is well. See, perfection. this is why I get angry. Like I. This tells you a lot when I told you I didn't give a shit about Arrow last last season. And I, I, I didn't like how they took Laurel out. But the entire first episode was like... I don't know if they got new writers or somebody bitch slapped them to be like, why the hell did you do this? Fix it. <coughs> Jeff Johns. <coughs> fix it. Jeff Johns. Fix it now. <coughs> And it was Jeff Johns. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everything did like a 180. And Oliver's like, well, I gotta be more ruthless now. And Thea's like, well, you can't. That's not what she would have wanted. And they constantly bring up Laurel. And, you know, Detective Lance comes back into town. And, you know, he's like, I, I've got two daughters. One, I don't know who where she is. And the other one's dead. And I'm drinking myself to death again. And Oliver's like, you can't do that. Because that's not what she would have wanted. And all of a sudden, there's a statue of her in the, at the freaking water. It's like, why, first of all? And then the other... It's like... Why yeah, there? That's, that's the also. real why question. There? It's just sort of like... You put so much emphasis on killing her. The last season... And now you're trying to make it seem like she was the savior of the fucking city. And trying to, you know, act like she was a bigger character than you made her to be. I joked on Twitter saying Laurel Lance had more character development in that episode of which she didn't even appear than the entire rest of when she was in the show. Uh, she did appear as a flashback of when Oliver, oh, when she whispered yeah. into Oliver's ear. Yeah. That was the only time she was I mean, in the episode. Which they they filmed, you know, back when they were filming the finale. Well, yeah, they essentially they just re-showed her, uh, her death episode. It. So it wasn't like, you know... Well, no, it we got to see what she whispered oh. to him. So they, they had that scene already planned. So in... Learn using my film shooting knowledge. They pretty much shot that scene while she was already in makeup, and we're like, "All right, we're gonna save this for next season." Yeah. So I mean, it's just like, I really hope the reason why they're doing this is because of the just just gigantic fan backlash that they just said we fucked up, fix it, and then they fixed it. Oh yes, and I'm glad. It's just sort of like, and you I'm, know, from a person that might not know a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, I felt like it was kind of a kick in the pants. Like, you put so much effort into killing her, not letting her heal, not having any way of healing her, she's just dead. Flat out, not coming back. And then all of a sudden... Because she poured... Because Nissa poured bubble bath into the Lazarus pit. <laughs> It just it just frustrates me a little bit. If she's coming back, great. You fixed your issues. Just, you know, she needs to come back in a way that isn't just oh she wasn't dead yeah, after or, all. 
Like no, it's, it's got to be some spectacular way. Yeah. But yeah, no Lazarus Pit. But Arrow two. was good. We've had enough of Lazarus Pit. Arrow was Arrow. Arrow's good. And now we move on. This week, these past two weeks for DC TV have just been oh, stellar, yeah. and I am so happy. We got a bit of news um, from, you know, forever ago. Obsidian, at least one of the two Obsidians in Legends of Tomorrow, will be Alan Scott, Golden Age, Green Lantern's son. But no name. Uh, There is a name, I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, ah, no, I don't want to look at the resurrection trailer for a comic book. Don't care. Um, Alan Scott? No. Um, All it says is... I don't know. It doesn't say the right, name. Well, I'm looking it up then. Uh, and then we're just going to get right into the episode. Because time travel... Um... I'm gonna say I love this episode. Like right now, out of all the shows that have aired this week, even though Superman appeared in Supergirl, Legends was definitely my favorite for the week. Oliver was in yeah. this episode, which was interesting, and we got to see the new time detective dude, and they did some time traveling to save some people. But at the beginning of the episode is in France. And, of course, Sarah being Sarah seduces and is seduced by the Queen of France. Um, time anomalies. They, that's their job. They're the new Time Masters. The new intro from Martin Stein was just brilliant. Um, everything about the show is just brilliant. Uh, going back through time Sarah seducing all the women that in Salem again hilarious uh, and everyone just sort of saving Todd Rice. everyone Obsidian okay. is the code name of Todd Rice who is the biological son of Alan Scott and Rose Canton respectively oh, I, I, gold, I see it I see it right superhero. now actually in this is article it? underneath the picture of Stargirl a troubled character with dark energy powers oh, yeah. originate from a dimension called the Shadowlands. Obsidian, a.k.a. Todd James okay. Rice. Alright. Well, yeah, we, we did completely. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Um, I will I will admit, though, I, basically I hope it was just the opportunity of actually having a green, uh, a green Lantern in the CW yes. TV universe. I really hope it does. Whether it does or not, we don't know. Even if it's from nineteen, even if it's from the golden age one, we get like a jig where he was, where his weakness we was get wood. Like a, a guy who like the same age as you know uh, Wesley Ship, and he shows up in like the the fancy like red with the huge collar and the cape and shit. I'm happy. I give me that. I don't care. I want to. I want. I want another Green Lantern. <laughs> Live action Green Lantern. Whose weakness is wood. Like, the only live action Green Lantern we've had was a shit movie. That's it. Everything else has been comics or cartoons. We need another live action Green Lantern. We do. 
<sighs> but yeah, like they gallivanted through time saving each other and then go, where's Rip? And Rip's like, oh, sorry guys, um, I might be dead. I might not be. I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> I... And then they go back into the 40s. Oh yeah, they go back to the 40s, which they weren't supposed to. Shit happens. Shit happens. Literally, this episode is just the epitome of yeah. shit happens. But I loved and every minute of it. Yeah. Like, uh, the guy exactly. showing up at the... Like, um, at Oliver Queen's mayor's place. At Town Hall, probably, whatever. And he's, like, sliding under yeah. security guard's legs, and then he finally gets tripped up, and... He's like, who are you? I'm a historian. And, and, you know, mentioned, you know, the legends are in trouble. And he's like, the only reason why I'm giving you this is because you knew, it's like, <laughs> you mentioned my friends or something like that. And then something yeah. else I love is as soon as he's like, it's like, well, Oliver Queen might not need to know, but the Green Arrow might. And then he's just, there was no other facial reaction. And then he just goes, get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. But, like... So at uh, least at least at least every single besides Supergirl, the three DC TV shows other than Supergirl have had a moment in uh, in Star City. Yeah, Within although the last technically two weeks. we don't know where Superhero Fight Club is. Probably, probably somewhere yeah. in Star City. So technically, Supergirl's been there. I mean, unless it's non-canon. Yeah. I'm well, because he like it could be non-canon, but... or like if they somehow continue that, like random, like not maybe not once a week, but maybe come out with another couple of them, and it leads into the crossover, or it's part of the crossover. Maybe. You know, because that's because I feel like having them all come together and do that for no other reason just to be like, hey, look at them all fighting together because we're gonna get that anyway. So I, you know, to, I hope there's a reason. I'm not saying there is. I'm saying I hope there's a reason other than, hey, watch them as they all fight together. Yay! And then that's it. Yeah, I'm hoping so. But yeah, but all these shows are good. CW shows are back like, and better than ever. Indeed. I'm just glad we have one every day of the week except Friday. Like I said, if they brought Batman in with Superman with in the Supergirl's World, that can be your Friday show. Start with Supergirl's World. Or you end know, with if they World. bring back a specific, uh, you know, if they brought Constantine yeah, back, that, that would too. be the icing on the cake. But that's yeah. that. I mean, Almost these shows are good. <laughs> That's a full episode yeah, by itself. We're gonna, I'm just throwing that out there. This is the second yeah, time we've This is what this. happens when shows come back and just like... And New York Comic Con yeah, happens. That's true. Every Because the next half is going to be pretty eh, big too. Not as big. Not I mean, as big? In this part we had Miss Marvel and DC, whereas next time it's just sort of like... Power Rangers news. Toku, 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 Toku. It's like Power Rangers and Japanese stuff. So, Power Rangers disappointment yeah. charge. Yeah. 
as I mentioned in the show did notes. You? But yeah. Um, oh yeah, you did. We're gonna take a break. I'm gonna go eat a burrito and figure some stuff out. And you'll yeah. either hear us on a brand new day, or and, we'll be we'll be actually literally right back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you in the next part, people. Bye.